So this is 15 Minutes with Blake. I'm your host, Blake Linklater. And on the show with me today is Stephanie McDonald of Workplace Sage Legal. Welcome to the show, Stephanie. How are you today? Hey, Blake. Thanks so much for having me. I'm doing great. How are you? I'm good. This is our fourth time now attempting this. And um, I'm always, you know, part of the show is talking about your failures and, and persisting through. And uh, as you can attest on whatever internet or whatever issues are having on, they're all on my end. Um, so this is the fourth time. So, and yet we've yet to, I've yet to hear the whole story. So we're going to roll, we're going and we're on a different platform again and not again, a different platform and going with, with, with wife, with data. So other than that, we're doing good. It's a couple days before Christmas. So I'm excited for that. And I may brave the malls this afternoon. Um, we'll see how that goes. <laughs> good luck with that. <laughs> All right. So Stephanie, so you're with Workplace Sage Legal. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody what you do, how you started the company, how long it's been around, um, and yeah, what some plans are for it. Yeah, for sure. So I'm the founder and owner of Workplace Sage Legal. We've been in practice for about nine months now um, and things are going really well so far. My clients are super happy. I've learned a ton since I started and I'm practicing more authentically than I ever have. And at Workplace Sage Legal, our goal is to provide human first and trauma informed employment law services from the heart. Um, and what that means is we just want to make legal services accessible and not harmful to individuals who need to access the services. So um, I use emotional intelligence, um, you know, just common sense, kindness, and I, I aim to provide just like a warm, comfortable and stress-free environment um, to discuss my clients' issues and provide them with sound advice. And trauma-informed is just what it sounds. Um, you know, I know a lot of my clients um, have traumas in their life, whether it's through the workplace or some other uh, means, but um, a lot of us humans on this planet are deeply traumatized. And so I, I want to allow them to access services that don't further harm them and that are respectful of their boundaries and limits in terms of, you know, their preferences and stuff like that. And so we want to just make legal services as accessible and comfortable as possible. And leading from the heart to me just means, you know, obviously I use my brain in every decision, but I like to filter those decisions through my heart as well um, to make sure that, you know, I'm taking into consideration all the relevant parties and details and making decisions that ultimately um, result in a better conclusion for my clients. Um, and yeah, that, so that's what we do. I, I love what I do. Um, it's been going well so far and it's the best decision I've ever made. <laughs> awesome. How did you get into law? Um, uh, I just, you know what, I just, I kind of went to law school, not really thinking too much about it. I, I studied philosophy in undergrad and the two options with philosophy are basically go to law school or teach philosophy. And I didn't see myself as a, a professor of philosophy. So I went to law school. <laughs> it wasn't the most glamorous uh, story, but once I got there, I just, I fell in love with the law and, um, I really enjoyed myself there. Cool. Awesome. And I know since this is a, since I've heard this before a bit, we, you know, we talked about when you were building your uh, workplace, Sage Legal, and just 
you know, one of the common traits we've seen, I've seen with Andre is they just see they can do something better and they see, you know, there's a better opportunity or a different opportunity to, to achieve a, a goal. And so I, I commend you for going about that and, and taking messy action. Um, kind of like we're doing today, uh, and then we're trying to record this. <laughs> we just persist. We keep taking messy action uh, with it. Um, so there, there's two questions to this. Um, with all the law firms out there, and you know, as you started, what makes you different? And then the next one after that is going to be like, what's been your biggest failure? Yeah. So I think what makes us different is. Um just this leading from the heart thing, I think is quite unique. And I haven't seen many other firms talking about that. Um, so for us, I think we just wanna have the most compassionate, accessible uh, legal services that, um, you know, I, I think it, it's hard because you're not one of my clients, but I think if you talk to one of my clients, um, they would tell you that, you know, I'm I'm very open and non-judgmental. And I'm, I also help like support and encourage and empower my clients throughout this process, um, you know, a, a lot of my clients have, um, you know, uh, a lot of my clients are actually neurodivergent um, clients and so they have a unique set of issues and um, I think they would tell you that, you know, they probably haven't spoken to a lawyer quite like me ever before. I, I really take a holistic approach in terms of approaching, you know, the human, the emotions, the legal stuff as well and try to give them a holistic support um, to help them move on to their next and best better um, situation and so I, I think my clients find that um, they can build deeper connections with me as their lawyer they can um, feel better about themselves and get all the tools they need to go on to the, the next best thing and I think you know what what really differentiates me from other firms right now is you know it's just me there's no bureaucracy um, I respond very quickly to everything because it's just simply just me and I care deeply about my clients um, but I think clients would also find that you know they're just in good hands um, with me and that they can trust me and that I would I'm a very warm kind of lawyer for them as opposed to just a cold robot behind a screen so that's kind of how I see myself uh, differentiating from other firms cool good to hear um, yeah I think it's important uh, to do all those things what's been your biggest failure so my biggest failure has just been that it took me seven months to build a website. Um, it took me a long time because I, I was stubborn, stubborn enough not to ask for anyone's help. I also, you know, obviously I don't have a ton of cash flow right at the beginning. So I took uh, this huge digital project on. I've never, I've never built a website before. And so it took me a long time to figure out the colors and, you know, there's still a lot of work to be done, but um, you know, I, I wish like I was able to do that much sooner, but uh, hindsight's twenty twenty, and you know, I wouldn't, wouldn't change a thing. I still have a lot to change on my website, but you know what? I've still gotten clients despite not having the best website. So it's not the worst thing in the world. Fair enough. What did you learn from it? Uh, what did I learn from building the website? I mean, I learned a lot about myself. I, I learned like, you know, I had to really think about who I who I am as a, as a lawyer and a firm. Um, and, you know, uh, 
I don't know. I, I uh, there's still a lot to learn. Like I have like five emails in my inbox right now of companies saying, "Hey, here's all the ways you can uh, improve your website." But um, I don't know. I, I really like Wix, the platform. It it was very easy and accessible to make things look nice. Um, and I, I think I just would have maybe put out maybe less of a perfectionist product, which is funny because this is not even close to perfection. But I wish I kind of just you know pulled the trigger a little bit earlier um, and then you know been a little easier on myself knowing that I could just make changes at any time so um, yeah that's kind of what I learned awesome um, what's your biggest success the biggest success has has just been that you know the lights are on I haven't incurred any additional debt and I'm practicing more authentically than I ever have um, and my clients are super happy with me and that feels really good <laughs> what do you how do you or what do you do like you said there you have like five emails for people wanting to build your website you know you're building a business uh it's in the growth stage you know you have your own personal life um whatever how do you what do you do to tune out distractions whatever they may be in any scenario the email that you're in a call and an email comes in what do you do to help with that to, to, to tune out distractions yeah, I think there's, you know, an emotional component and a logistical component. I Logistically, I have no notifications on basically anything. Um, I don't know if other lawyers can relate to this, but uh, the sound of an email coming in or a text is like a huge trigger for me. So I've just, I've just completely removed the trigger. So there's literally no notifications. Um, and, you know, when I'm on a call and something comes through, I, I don't know that it came through. So that's a great <laughs> protection for me. And then just, I guess, emotionally, like, um, you know, uh, ending off at the end of the day and being able to to separate kind of have some separation between my work life and my personal life that that's an ongoing struggle for me uh when when something acutely stressful happens during the day i find it very hard to to shut off i'm a textbook overthinker and ruminator and um so that's actually still a challenge for me i'm still trying to figure out um how i can do that but you know what has helped is um therapy and you know learning about myself and you know what the other thing that really helps a lot is just getting older i find that the older i get the more capacity i have to to manage difficult situations and so um doing the best i can now but uh looking forward to things getting better as i age <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean i think you said getting older but i you know your ability to handle stronger tougher things increases as you do more exactly. tough things like I heard uh, someone posted on Facebook a a speech from I think it was the University of Duke's women's basketball coach, and th that was the, the core of the short little clip on it was that you know we all want things to be easier. Like we get out of school and we're like, oh, I want it to be easy. It's going to be easier. I want to you know I get my first job. It's going to be easier, and it isn't. It's not going to. And she goes, mm -hmm. it's not going to get easier. It doesn't get easier. So you have to increase your ability to handle tough things. And she's like, so, and, and you know what'll happen? And then she, you know what'll happen when you do get the ability to handle tough things? It'll get tougher. And <laughs> like, so you have to enjoy that process, that process of handling tough things. And he's like, it doesn't get easier. Your ability to get to handle tough things gets better. And exactly. I think that's a lot of what you said there, and I really resonates with, with myself and um, and my daughter and, and some of the stuff she's going through now. 
and some of the stuff I'm going through, like running a business too, and, and running a couple businesses and, and yourself. So I think, um, yeah, that's a good message there for everybody listening. Yeah, for sure. And and also, just sorry, just one more yeah. thing. Like, um, as much as you know, new things come up and they really throw me for a loop. Um, also, don't forget to look back and and realize the things that now don't bother you at all. Like when I first started as a lawyer, if, if I didn't get a response from someone on time, like I would just spiral and get so frustrated. And um, now that's just no big deal, you know. <laughs> um, so definitely look back and reflect on the things that used to really stress you out that no longer do, because that will give you some uh, motivation to just keep going. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. You know what? And it, the similar concept I have there is um, I was a member of Strategic Coach at one point and actually looking at doing it again, but you've got this concept called the gap in the gain. And I won't go into it in detail, but one of the big things is looking back, you measure your progress backwards. So you look at where you are now and you, like you just said, reflect on really how far you've come whether it's the challenges or whether it's successes and you know like even as i hear your story now and we chatted a bit before you were start or just in the process of doing uh starting your own firm and to see like nine months now you've you've come so far and it's important to take that time to reflect and you've come you've you've now got you know even i think you mentioned you had no debt before you're you're still around nine months into, into the business which is awesome uh, you sound a lot happier and more alive. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. I think that's um, an amazing thing. And I think, yeah, it's important for people listening to look to measure your progress backwards and to take to reflect backwards of like, look how far you've come to. So I think that's exactly. an important one. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think has been one key to your success? I really think that like, the main key is, is, is just the the drive to to just wake up every day and, and keep doing this. Um, you know, it, it's not easy some days. Like I'm still recovering a little bit from from burnout from from working for other people. Um, and you know, you know, it's t- it's just tough working in a capitalist system where um, you know you really have to grind to just make ends meet. Um, and so. Uh, throughout that and, and for that reason and many other reasons you know I, I do struggle with some mental health um, issues and and so for me just showing up is is the biggest success of the business I, I think that's um, what I can attribute to attribute it to um, and clients always come first and business development's kind of second at this point my clients are always you know, responded to very quickly, and I always address their concerns almost immediately. Um, but what sometimes takes the back burner is, you know, the build of business building. Um, and I think the more I settle into this business, I'll find a better balance between those two things. But but for me, with with the mental health challenges and stuff, um, like I can only attribute it to just keeping, continuing to wake up every morning and coming to this desk and doing what I have to do um, to move this forward. Progress, not perfection. Just take one action every day. Exactly. Uh, and I think, you know, that's a great segue into, as we wind down here, into what's one action that my listeners can take today to to move them closer to their goal, to, you know, maybe help them lead from the heart, or just what action that you think they should they can take today to get them wherever you, wherever your heart's telling you at the moment. 
yeah, I feel like, you know, what really started the ball rolling on me even thinking I could have my own firm um, was actually posting on LinkedIn. So my biggest piece of advice for any young professionals, doesn't matter the industry, um, start building a LinkedIn following. Um, my my the, uh, the advice that was given to me, which I continue to take, is um, post about something you care about and the right people will, will find you. Um, and that has been my experience. I think it takes a certain level of, you know, vulnerability and authenticity to to be successful in this. But, um, you know, I, I can't even um, quantify how helpful it has been to have a network on LinkedIn. Um, I mean, obviously, the most important is, is client referrals, but secondarily, just, you know, people supporting me, people empowering me, people encouraging me and finding similar people like me. Um, it all kind of helps you move forward. So my my um, challenge to anyone listening is to make if you haven't made a LinkedIn post before, make one. Um, talk about something that's that's interesting to you and just put it out there. Um, and it's as much as it's, you know, a scary practice, like, will it be accepted? Will it not? Will it will it be received well or not? Um, you know, for, for me, it was a great practice to practice being my authentic self. And, um, you know, great things have come from from doing that. So I highly encourage you to do that. Awesome. Perfect. Awesome. Uh, Stephanie, thank you for everything. It's been a pleasure hearing uh, your story and some of your struggles and, and everything. I'm sure my audience is going to love it. Um, so as always, you know, people, I'd love to hear your thoughts on this episode, what you liked, what you didn't like. Uh, Stephanie, how can people get a hold of you? What's the best way for them to reach out? Um, your website and how if they needed some workplace help or or they wanted to chat, how can they get a hold of you? So you can find me on my website at workplacesage.com. So that's workplace sage.com you can also reach me directly at my email it's just stephanie s-t-e-p-h-a-n-i-e at workplacesage.com and i respond to emails fairly quickly so um, don't hesitate to reach out if you need anything at all awesome totally appreciate it uh thank you again so there you have it reach out to her and uh, give her a ring she'll be glad to help you again this is 15 minutes with blake uh, this is Blake Linklater with Stephanie McDonald. All the best in the new year and whenever you guys are listening with us. And thanks again, Stephanie. My pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Blake. <laughs>